0: I became homeless for dating a black man. My name is Tiffany, and this is my story. In 2016, I met a boy who went to my school and his name was Makai. He was a football player and I was a cheerleader. So as fate has it, We got together. I was really attracted to how athletic he was, but besides that, his character was something that really caught my eye. He was a really sweet guy and, you know, very social and was kind of like your boy next door. So within the first six months, I had to tell him about a problem that we might have to encounter, which was the fact that my parents were racist. Coming from a very conservative background, I understood that I would have to face this one day if I were to date outside of my own race. So I brought this up to makai and he kind of just brushed it off and said you know well i like you and you like me so i don't think that this should be a problem we should just continue on and you know this should not be a reason for us to break up but this was just the beginning of a really long journey so when My parents did find out they freaked out and they took my car away my phone away my computer away and basically stripped me from all my freedom which being a high school senior was very difficult and started to make me feel as if I you know was the problem and I was dating the problem I decided to get a phone that would operate on wi-fi and text my boyfriend so my parents are very wealthy and they hired a private investigator to make sure that i wasn't doing anything bad or wasn't sneaking off and they come to find out that i do have this fake phone and my father tells my brother to keep an eye out for me my brother is two years older than me so he just graduated high school at the time and he knew people at our school and was keeping tabs on us for sure so when my brother finds out that I have this phone he takes it from me barges into my room and looks through my stuff and then he just slap me in my face so hard and I didn't know what to think I was like did he just slap me I mean the pain was I was freaking out more so than it was actually painful but then I didn't know what to do so I just ran to my neighbor's house asked to call somebody he let me call someone and then I just called my boyfriend and I told him, this is what just happened. I'm safe. Uh, I, I think I'm safe. I'm fine. Just, I just wanted to let you know what happened. If I can't talk to you for the next few days, don't freak out. I'm alive.
1: I was there in less than 10 minutes. And when I got there, my parents were t- trying to protect me as well as understand why I wanted to protect you. I knew that I wanted to be with you for the rest of my life. When would I be able to see you again? No one should have to worry about that. And that's what I worried every single day when I was away. Is she going to be okay?
0: I ended up being locked up in my room for about three or four days till the next school day. And when I was allowed to go to school that Monday, after the three-day weekend, I was immediately called into the dean's office where two detectives were sitting three school officials and then the two principals of the school and I was just so emotionally drained at this point I was like what else could possibly be happening so we both got called into the office my boyfriend and I and he was told to wait outside and the police detective asked me if I was in any danger or if I wanted to have a restraining order put up against my boyfriend and I was like no I I love this kid like he's my friend before anything and why would I want to do that and basically my parents had called the school and told them that I was in danger. As the year started to come to a close my boyfriend, who had around 13 or 14 Division One offer scholarships for football, he had to make a decision of where he wanted to go, and it was a big one from not only him, but for me. I didn't want to be a part of the reason why he would stay or the reason why he would give up his dream, so I let him decide that on his own. But at that point, I was also given an ultimatum to either leave and be with him or to stay in my house and have everything catered to my needs. So I just made the decision that I didn't want to be a part of this and I wanted to stay in the relationship with, again, one of my best friends rather than be a part of a group of people or family that was discriminating against somebody they, they had never met. So while I was out on the street, I was still enrolled in school, and it was really tough. I mean, I had to eat from the food pantry. I had to sleep in my car. I had to work three jobs, and it was just so much mentally for me. I was always sad. I would cry myself to sleep. I didn't know what was going to happen the next day, but the only way for me to fall asleep from... Dealing with my anxiety was crying and getting so tired of my crying that I would fall asleep.
1: Well, there was no doubt that we loved each other um, because I loved you. Um, And no one could tell me otherwise. Parents, friends, family, no one could. Um, We had a special bond and a special love. Most people never achieve in their whole life because they didn't go through what we went through. Three years. No, they don't. Um, We went through a lot of brick walls and obstacles, and that ultimately is what brought this bond, this attitude of we'll do anything for each other.
0: I am so happy to see that he's healing and that I have healed and that he has a chance at his future with a smile on his face. Because that is the ultimate goal, is for him to have that beautiful smile that I once fell in love with on his face. As for my parents, I have reunited with them and have come to terms with everything that has happened. From them not even opening the door for me to take my clothes while I was homeless. I found it in my heart to let it go and for us to move forward. I'm so thankful for everything that I have been through and that I'm fine and that nothing tragic really has happened to me. But I just hope that this could be a learning lesson for people across the world and at least reach one person and inspire one person to take charge and do what's right.